0: Cage Equation with Malcolm Mickelson and me, Drake Mickelson. Each episode, we assign where the blame lays and spoiling a perfect Nicolas Cage performance. To apply the Cage Equation, we'll start with Cage's perfect 100 and subtract the Metacritic score, which gives us the points nicked, which we'll then split between the director, writers, and Cage stars. This week, we have both seen the new movie, Renfield. Came out two, <laughs> 2023, starred obviously Nicolas Cage in the coast as a co-star as Dracula, Nicholas Holt as Renfield. Aquapina was also in it as Rebecca Quincy, who's an aggressive traffic cop. This is how it's listed. Okay. And Ben Schwartz as Teddy, the mob son, who is the main antagonist besides Dracula for Nicholas Holt. Malcolm, how did you enjoy this film? Oh,
1: um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked Nicholas Cage's Dracula a lot. I, You know what? I liked everyone in it a lot. I liked Aquafina more than I thought I was gonna like her, even though I I told you this right after the film. She might be the least believable action star since Nicolas Cage. Um <laughs> and at no point was it believable any of the action scenes that she was involved in. Um and she she runs and moves as well as Nicolas Cage did in National Treasure, or any of his action movies from before that.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. We should probably throw out there also this is a new movie. So if you're listening right now, close to when this is originally released, we will be doing some spoilers. We'll probably not try to go too much into it. Although I don't think there's many spoilers you could throw. This one pretty much follows exactly what you think is going to happen.
1: Which if is if you've fine. seen
0: the trailer, you've seen the, the entire plot. I don't I don't think there's a single surprise in this movie at all. Which is fine. Actually, there some of the surprises I do like it's like already right at the very beginning. And let's just jump into the stuff I loved. Um using the original Dracula from 1930. And oh, with super, Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. Super imposing using CGI to put it put him in the old Dracula and the Bella Lugosi thing. I thought I saw that. That was really cool. I like that a lot. That was hilarious. Um, I like the fact that they just tied it all together. They didn't explain anything. The guy gets powers from eating bugs, Dracula gets powers from drinking blood. What else do you need to know? And then they went from there. But yeah, Nicholas Cage was great in this one. I thought he was uh, kind of halfway in between doing a, a, a Dracula and also Vampire's Kiss. He kind of brought all that stuff in there, the weirdness in there, too.
1: Yeah, and he played... It was just an evil Dracula, too. And that was kind of... That was the nice part for me. I don't think I would have liked it very much if he hadn't. And at the very beginning, you're like, oh, he's kind of like... Maybe he's going to play like a goofy, you know, a little evil Dracula. No, Dracula's just evil. And they also, they talk about, I wish they had gone more into this, but uh, they also discuss Renfield not necessarily being, he's not really a hero either. Although I wish they had pulled the trigger and gone fully that direction with it. They kind of, they bring it up in the middle of the movie that he's he's not a good person, that he's opted into this way of life. And even though they kind of excuse it with like a little bit of hypnosis uh, mentioned in there. But it's it's made abundantly clear that he's he's chosen this life and he's chosen to continue doing these things along the way. But then at the end they they kind of drop that in favor of a normal Hollywood action movie ending.
0: Yeah, there's a weird there's a weird lack of morality in the whole movie, which they could have probably written out with Renfield and done some smoothie out over the edges. I'm kind of glad that I don't know. I'm glad they didn't. At the same time, it was just. But then it makes you wonder about the Aquafina character. Why is she even with this guy at all as a friend or anything else? And then they're going well, especially,
1: to Especially, you know, halfway into the movie, they're sitting together in a in a in an apartment and she gets a call and they say, you know, that the the thing you sent us it's it's worse than what we thought it's worse than the guy you're chasing we think you just found the most prolific serial killer of all time this guy must be 90 some hundred years old and has been killing people non-stop since then yeah and it and like and that's the part where i was i don't know and that's i think they could have taken a really cool direction i think i'm I'm kind of spoiled, maybe, I don't know spoiled is the right word. I watch a lot of A24 and like indie films. And I think that's maybe my issue because that, in those movies, that's the direction they would have gone then of almost, okay, Renfield then would become almost the bad guy up there with Dracula. It'd be essentially two different bad guys going on, but instead they they, they drop it all in favor of, well, Dracula's decided to take over the world. uh, So
0: we're going to take care of that. Yeah, it's really a superhero plot by the time they get done with it. Yeah. And a super or an origin story. And I especially with some of the newer superhero movies, there's a really murky real murkiness in the morality with those two. It's that anything mm-hmm. can be forgiven for some reason. And they try to tie this one up into into the fact that it's like codependency. I which they have some really interesting things with the codependency uh support group he's in. Yeah. But those people are actually codependent where they haven't been responsible for multiple murders too. They mostly yeah, like the, all the discussions in there are
1: like actual examples of abusive or codependent relationships. They're not. And then there's that's kind of supposed to be like the funny juxtaposition is when he finally shares it's his codependency is is him abducting people and feeding them to a an immortal being.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: And getting superpowers back out of it is is <laughs> is, is, is what he gets back from it.
0: Yeah, I. It, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird idea, but like you said, I Nicholas Holt does a great job. Actually. He's really good as a, as a movie star kind of holds the screen, makes it, you actually like Renfield because of him, mm-hmm. even though Renfield's an awful person, Nicholas Cage on the other hand doesn't even try and hide it very much. I mean, he gets weird, but it's almost like he also, some people think he's being too weird, but and he's doing all the oops and beeps and boops and stuff like that. in his eyebrows, but I mean, he is a monster that's been trapped by himself or with just Renfield for centuries. Yeah, so he's he's an insane monster because that's what a monster by himself would be. But Aquafina, I thought, I, like you said, was really good. But man, she is. I guess my problem with her is they try to make her into like some kind of badass cop, and she really isn't. And then she doesn't do the things like I don't understand. When they're ambushed by all the cops and the and the mafia people come after them at the same time when they're in her apartment building, they fight their way out of it. And you think that would be a great time for her to maybe show she's smart enough to actually get past them without having to no. turn into a mass murder herself? I mean, she starts shooting other police officers really quickly.
1: Well, and to be clear, they get out of not just – it's not like there's a few corrupt cops in this movie – the premise is that every other cop in it's in a very large metropolitan city. Every other cop, along with hundreds of mob members, all surround them at once. Every street around them has like 20 SUVs of either police officers or mob members pointing guns <laughs> at them. Well, it's I think that was one of those action scenes. A lot of the action scenes were pretty cool. I don't know. I felt I almost felt like someone wrote a really cool movie. And then someone else came in and just threw like sprinkled in more action and things like that. They don't really fit with it. There was a really cool movie in there and they could have, I don't know how they could have cut it. They would have had to write more. It was already 90 minutes, but the scenes, the scenes that didn't fit, I think also drove up the budget. The budget was $65 million. And I don't think there's any reason for it to need to be $65 million outside of the fact they just kept throwing more and more action
0: scenes into it that didn't necessarily need to exist at all yeah it's kind of like a bad mix between it's new orleans that's where it was set okay so but it's a bad mix between um like kick-ass and then also there's that what's a scott pilgrim versus the world or whatever it was and a few other ones like that that they kind of mashed up and yeah it didn't need to be that like i said there were a couple of action sequences that they would have cut it down they could have had had them find a different way out of there or have it just been funny. Yeah. And with Aquafina, I mean, between her and Nicholas Holt with with them talking, they could have just probably riffed about 12 times and come up with something without even having to worry about it. And then also the action scenes also brought up something else is is kind of weird with this whole thing is what are the physics with this stuff? Because when does when does a punch when does a punch decapitate somebody? When does it just throw them back 40 feet? When does it explode body parts or rip parts off? I I never I didn't understand the whole thing because different things would do different things to different people in the in, within the same shot. So that was the other
1: again, another could have been a really cool part. So he ranges so he, his powers come from the bugs, which at first I thought they were special bugs, but apparently it's just any bugs. And he would range from taking a single bug to Dozens of bugs, but it didn't seem to really scale. Yeah. Like at one point, he takes a bunch of bugs and it, it does scale. And they make a big point of showing he took a bunch of bugs, so he's gonna just kill everyone in this room. And there's no one's gonna stand a chance. But then like the next fight scene, he takes an equal number of bugs and then gets his butt kicked. And yeah, there was it was it was weird. There wasn't a lot of continuity to any of the any of the powers. The power of Dracula was kind of All over the place, I felt like, too. Like, the very end was with the bats, yeah. So, at the very end with the bats, it got weird where he was, like, he was escaping, but then, like, I don't know. They build him up like he's going to be the superpower, and then Renfield just murks him because he realizes he always had this power. Like, he loses to the power of... Humans,
0: it's it. They go too much into the codependency. They they, they have like a thematic thing where it's codependency, and suddenly he's going to take his power back and do it. But once again, he's an awful person. He's he's a massive serial killer, or at least a co-conspirator in serial killing. I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Why we're going to be? I mean, this is like if you watch Silence of the Lambs and suddenly thought Buffalo Bill wasn't such a bad guy because he was listening to Hannibal Lecter. I it, what are we? <laughs>
1: There was, um, you know, who did that story so much better? There was, uh, in Bones. I don't know if you ever watched Bones, but there's this whole subplot of one of the assistants turns into the assistant to the serial killer. And it's, it's drug out over like eight seasons, but it turns out at the end, the guy turns himself in and he, he like admits to being an accomplice and all this And at the end, you know, he's getting interviewed like seven seasons later, he comes back just for an interview. And they realize, like, oh, he didn't actually kill anyone, but he still like felt responsible for all this. Renfield's the exact opposite; he totally killed several people, and his realization is that he's not responsible for any of it.
0: Yeah, he and he bats his little eyes and goes, "I didn't, I didn't mean it. I, I, he is responsible for leaving his wife and child. That's the bad stuff—the killing Which the people. he felt bad about for approximately twenty minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're almost talking ourselves out, out of the movie. We should probably go back to also, we have a Metacritic score, which I've not mentioned yet, but that's okay. I think it's at 53. We have 47 points we have to, to assign here. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else on the, on the performances? I think the performances, oh, Ralphio, John Ralphio. That's not his name, but that's the only name I'm ever going to know him from, from Parks and Rec. Basically, as the bad guy redoes his parks and record performance only as a sadistic villain. And as soon as he hit the screen and started doing his thing, I was like, this is great. This is the perfect villain for something this silly. He was awesome in it. I was kind of blown away about how
1: good he was in that movie. Um, And who plays his mom in
0: that? Um, The leader of the crime syndicate. I'm going to try and butcher her name now. I apologize. Sharia Agdashlu. First, before I say anything else, she is an awesome actress. She's in one of my favorite series of all time, which is The Expanse. And she does a great job in everything she's ever been in. So I apologize for not getting the name right. But she is instantly recognizable from her voice. (laughs) I think she's done a lot of voiceover work. And she also gives a lot of gravitas right away to the to the thing. It's weird to have her as the mom to John Ralphio, which is in his name once again, but that's the only, you know, but it kind of actually adds some menace to what, to, to the bad guy. You actually believe that the bad guys can be bad guys.
1: Yeah. And I, I asked this when we talked about Renfield, we, I don't even know if we published this, but we did record like after we watched the trailer, um, and my Beth began one of the episodes, um, but They wear werewolf masks the whole time, and they keep. I, I was just waiting for the reveal that she was like the werewolf and yeah. the only werewolf, and it doesn't come. But they have the coolest crime logo of all time. Did you see what it was exactly?
0: It was like a wolf head. I saw the wolf. Head it's a wolf a-
1: head snorting cocaine. Oh, <laughs> that's that's all the fumes around it Oops. are coming from a cocaine package, <laughs> and it's snorting cocaine, and their home base. Is a courthouse with gold pillars. It was the coolest gang of all time.
0: Yeah. I don't think either one of us are probably. Gonna, do you have any points at all to give to any of the actors?
1: Uh, no. And so, sorry, I was doing the math. I was taking out that that bad rating to see if it changed it too much. It gives it three extra points. Um, <laughs> but uh. I, the only points I would take away, and it's not her fault, but it's my exact same complaint I had about John Travolta at the start of um, Face Off. And it's that Aquafina had no business doing that, the opening badass cop scene. But I don't think that's her fault. I think they just shouldn't have written that scene into it. Like yeah. when she's telling off the other cops, it's fine because it reminded me a lot of the other guys and having Will Ferrell and, and Mark Wahlberg telling off the other cops. And it was funny and it it played well. But yeah, it just, ah, uh, believe- that's just not, it It wasn't a believable role for her. And she, she didn't have her normal, like charisma during that, which she has for the rest of the film. She's awesome in the rest of the film, but like, it just, it didn't come across and it doesn't flow with the rest of the character. But I think that's, I think it's on the writer for that.
0: Yeah. It's just, then once you get her in that role, you don't, you shouldn't be doing it. Cause I mean, like when she was in uh, Shang-Chi too, um, the seven rings, she kind of did the same kind of character a couple times too. And she did great in that. But they what they did is they kept her away from the action. They should have kept her away from the action in this one too.
1: Even if they had just left it, she, at the apartment fight scene, that was like the perfect I think the perfect fight scene for her. Like you could have kept it to that and, and the shootout, and it would have played well. But yeah, her and Nicholas Cage should should not run on screen. Or and it will it will always blow my mind. You could hire, you could go to a 24 hour fitness or an LA fitness or a planet fitness and hire just a gym bro to, to, to run in front of you and copy how they run. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, there's so many actors out there. I don't know if they're going for a certain look. I might be, they're just going for like the action hero, the old action hero look when they run, but it really bothers me to watch how some, some actors run on screen.
0: So just I think overall they should have yeah, they should have altered role for Aquafina. Nicholas Cage did a great job. Nicholas Holt did a great job too. Um Ben Schwartz did an awesome job. So across the board, great with the actors. So now we're gonna have to figure out where 47 points are gonna go. Or do you want to we were looking at it? There's one guy who gave this gave this movie a zero on the Metacritic score, which yeah. I,
1: I can we just do an aside real fast yeah if you're if you're giving this movie a zero you're you're just not doing your fucking job <laughs> and and the review is is the laziest review I think I've ever read. and I have watched for this podcast some truly abysmal films uh, films that we haven't even talked about um and his is the worst film since Babylon, great reference. The surfe of loud, obnoxious, violent, audaciously claims to call itself a vampire farce, but there isn't a genuine shred of originality anywhere in sight, and it's as witty as an ambulance with a flat tire. What? What kind of metaphor is that? Is that a simile? Is simile the ones with a like or and ass? Yes. What kind so of simile is that? It's witty as an ambulance with a... I don't get it. I just and he gave it a zero. Exactly. I I you know what I think I think this dude watched a trailer and said oh, I gotta turn this in tonight. um <laughs> I'll just go with this. No one's gonna bat an eye because it's a Nicholas Cage movie that is definitely not gonna even hit its budget. No. um Which by the way, I, I looked it up. It was a sixty-five million dollar budget. It made
0: ten million on opening weekend. It's not even close. No. It's there. There will not be a, a multiverse coming out of this one. That's for sure,
1: which it's is good. Right it
0: doesn't need one. This is a one-time movie. It's um, a lot of fun though. His Dracula was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's the whole point. of This whole thing. I think they could have cut cut back the blood and gore by about fifty percent, and it would have been even better. Yeah. So
1: for doing the forty-seven points, I did the math. I took that out and it brings up the fifty-five. But we'll do it. Okay. With, we'll do the forty-seven. I think I'm going to give fifteen points to the director. Right away, just on. He made it really gory for no reason, but then once again, he made it really gory and then CGI'd all the blood, so it also <laughs> looked really bad when he made it really gory. Yeah, and then and I that, don't,
0: I don't understand that decision at all. It it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Director Chris McKay, he's done a couple of things at Robot Chicken, he's done some television. The Lego. <laughs> Lago- that's
1: why where I recognize his name from. I couldn't figure out where I recognize that name from
0: yeah lego batman which is actually pretty good yes it was it was actually really good well i think it was mostly because of the writing because it was just Mm -hmm. filled with jokes and he also directed the uh tomorrow war which i don't know if you saw that oh yeah
1: (laughs) i didn't i i started it i couldn't finish it and then i watched a youtube video that just rehashed the plot of it and
0: it it was everything i was worried it was going to be so it was awful. It, it didn't make it. was awful. Uh, we have enough awful movies to talk about. We don't need to start pragging in other ones. I think it was professional made. Everything made sense. There wasn't any cuts. There wasn't any stupid things where you're like, where did that guy come from? Mm-hmm. So I just, just a bunch of bad choices on, on especially the fighting and also the script. They could have cut 10, 15 minutes out of this movie. It would have been a little, a little I, you, quicker. Would
1: know, like, a, a major, um, would Universal publish a movie that's shorter than 90 minutes? I feel like 90 minutes is, is the minimum of these production house, these production
0: uh, movies. I think you're right. And, I think it, and what are you going to do? Also, what are you which parts are you going to cut? They would have had to put something else in. But you could have had had something. I mean, you have some pretty good comedy chops. You could have had a thing with uh, Aquafina, and, you know and Rafio, Ben Schwartz, run, in, run yeah. into each other and do something. There's a million things they could have been better, and I, I wonder what's on the cutting room for that could have been better. The screenplay is by a guy, Ryan Ridley. I There's not even anything on Wikipedia about him, so I'm not even sure what he's oh. done. Overall, the the script is okay. Yeah. But it had one major component that I think we've already we talked about. There's no reason for it. Why is the codependency thing coming in? Somebody should at some point call bullshit on that, right? I actually, I thought that was a really interesting angle. And I'm
1: going to reference a movie that where the episode isn't coming out. There's two movies where episodes haven't been released. It was, again, I thought the same thing that happened with the old way. It was a really interesting angle, but the person doing it did no research on how to execute it. And no. they should have brought in someone else to help them execute this idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was uh, when I was looking up some of the other stuff. This actually movie was actually written and de- started getting developed right, be- right after or during the same time the Mummy did with Tom Cruise. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Brendan Fraser Mummy, and I was no, I was kind of blown away. No, this was supposed to be all part of the Universal. They were going to do a multiverse with uh, Renfield oh, the Renfield in it. Oh, the Dark Verse. Yeah, oh, so what, it was supposed to be like the Dark Verse or the Monster Verse or something. Yeah, so Renfield probably would have joined along with Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise as as this the 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 superhero team i don't know what Mm. what their plan was but yeah it's just uh, i feel like
1: then knowing that i it makes more sense to me i feel like what happened the parts i liked are probably from that original walkthrough of like the more serious undertones that they were talking about Uh and then what happened is they couldn't reference anything that happened in those movies and couldn't tie it together so they uh they had to cut it all, and then that's how the codependency and some of the not great. Um, I th- I th- I think there was there were sixty minutes of a good movie
0: in there. There really that's was. the issue. There were sixty minutes of a really really good movie, and they needed thirty more minutes. They either needed to rec- do a different thing with Renfield, where he wasn't he wasn't as bad of a person, or at the end he needed to learn a real lesson and have some real comeuppance. He should have went to jail. Or something, yeah. or have
1: Aquafina arrest him at the end?
0: Yeah, that would be good.
1: I would have, and would have. You could have played it fun, almost humorously too. Of like, immediately she arrests him afterwards too. And yeah, that he... would, and her character <laughs> kind of throws like all of her character development gets thrown out by her not arresting him or doing something about it. Again, she is told this is the most prolific serial killer ever, and who's she told that by? By her sister. Who works at the FBI, which is housed at the police station <laughs> across the hallway? I believe is yeah. where they meet in a hallway outside of the police station. <laughs> um, okay, so we got forty-seven points. I, I like I said, fifteen goes to their director for that CGI gore and all the gore. In my okay. opinion, you can okay. uh, if you disagree with that, we can. I know. would up
0: it almost to twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give him 20 and give the uh, writer 27 because he's the one that put in a bunch of codependency stuff that didn't need to be. I mean, there were some good lines in there and think I, I mean, even some of, of Nicholas Cage's stuff was he's, what was it? Look into your own eyes, Renfield? I yeah. mean, he's just saying stupid things when he was pulling that stuff out. So I'm a, I'll, My I would say I'd flip it
1: but I think Maybe we can start doing this this season. Uh, one way I would fix the film, outside of yeah, one way I fix this film is I think at in this kind of with Renfield games come up in is almost, you know, they talk about the codependent codependency. He finally shares, and so anyone should have pointed out like that's not what this is. And and for some reason, Dracula is the one who points this out. The codependency group is like on his side, except for the one woman who. I felt really bad for her, kept getting interrupted every time she's like trying to get help. Um, but like, they should have made a bigger point of that's not what's going on here. And again, you're the bad guy here. Also.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I also felt that that one was probably one of the funniest ones too. She was the Ska woman too, wasn't she? Yeah. She's yeah, the, yeah. She goes, she goes, that's not really what Ska is. And then at the end, she goes, my God, what have I become?
1: You know, actually, I'll let you put 27 on the writer for codependency related things. but here's here's why I'm doing it. Uh-huh. They don't talk enough about the fact that he joins that group to prey on those people. yes there's so yeah oh man <laughs> I might I might give more. I might give 40 points to the writer because just because of that fact there's so many things in the movie that point to it should have ended with Renfield in prison or also getting killed by Dracula at the same time. I don't understand how that wasn't the logical ending to this.
0: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was logical ending, but they had to have a happy Hollywood ending. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh. I don't want your happy Hollywood endings. No, especially with this one. They didn't need it. It wasn't going to go anywhere afterwards. I think it's like they had their eye too far forward on a sequel or something. And every, every time I, who knows? But every time they do that, you can tell they're trying to set something up. And every time they do that, it ruins something. It doesn't make any sense at the end.
1: It makes less sense in this movie than almost any other one, too, because Renfield's not known for jumping from monster to monster in any of the lore ever. He's not no. related to anyone else. Yeah. No. it's making, uh, ah,
0: <laughs> nah.
1: Maybe the zero. I'll give it the zero. Maybe. What's his name from the Observer? Not the Observer, Observer Rex Reed.
0: Oh, it's Rex Reed. The weight
1: of an ambulance with a flat tire.
0: Okay, Rex Reed's like one of the worst critics of all time, too, by the way. So, there you is go. he? Yeah, he's like the Skip Bayless of, of critics. Yeah, so, so there you oh, go.
1: Oh, so it makes sense why he gave such yeah. a easy review. Now That's- I want to go and read more of his reviews.
0: Yeah, he's he came along at the same time with Cisco Ebert and all those other guys, but he went the other way with it. So
1: he uses zero out of four stars as a metric. Who uses four stars? Who ah. looks at a five star rating that says, I want less
0: flexibility? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dated, it's a dated system. All right, so what are we going? then? 40?
1: Uh, no, we can do twenty-seven and twenty because the gore—the gore did take me out of the movie multiple times.
0: Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Why are we doing it? Yeah, yeah. so it's trying to be—we're trying to be edgy now. Okay, well, um, but would you recommend the movie? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Cage—it was a good performance by Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Nichols, hold.
1: I I don't. I hope he gets put in a lot more stuff. He was good in the menu, also.
0: Yeah. No, and he does. Yeah, he does that weird thing where he's he, he's the he's an awful character, but you don't mind watching him. Yeah. So that's a hard thing to pull off sometimes. All right. Well, I guess that's it for the end of our first one. Um, thank you for joining us on the Cage Equation. Uh, where we've been looking at Renfield. But anyway, thanks for joining us again. We'll be back real soon. And once again, I have completely fumbled the ending. Thank you very much.